In this episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast, what is application security? Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be exploring what is application security. And with me today to do that is Frank Catucci from Qualys. Frank, how are you? Not too bad, Tim. Not too bad. Long day, but besides that, I'm all right. How about yourself? Good, good. I'm a little little tired, so yeah, long day. Um, so first question, it's a toughie. What is application security? Uh, well, you could Google the answer and kind of get that, but um, what I'll give you is kind of what I've seen as uh, it, basically the definition of all. So if you talk about application security, um, a lot of people just jump right away into what they see in the headlines and things today. But if you think about the old uh, client architecture where people were writing code essentially um, client executables, fat clients, uh, essentially, you know, programs that were running on desktops, um, and everything was functioning locally, maybe tying back to a central database or a central server or a client server architecture even a little bit later. Um, there was not a whole lot of thought put into the security of those applications and the code that was written. Um, and I, I think nor did it really have to be at that time. Um, I know it's uh, a little rough to say, but you know, there, there, there really wasn't the security and hacking exposure um, as much uh, back then with those kind of client architectures. Um, so, the, you know, there's a lot of uh, developers and code that was written where that really wasn't getting reviewed to the extent um, that it should have been. Um, and so what happened was the internet. So essentially, all of the applications uh, and, and platforms that were previously running client-server architecture, fat clients, those type of things, um, were evolving to web-based applications or web applications, web apps. Um, and, and when that happened, uh, something very kind of interesting followed. Um, so what happened was you have these, you know, always up and accessible applications that are no longer sitting, you know, behind your firewall in your computer that gets turned off every day at five o'clock. Um, you had these applications that were being written for browsers to be able to use rather than, um, you know, r rather than the client uh, server architecture. And with that, we have a whole new kind of premise that came about of, you know, maybe being able to remotely exploit and remotely take uh, liberties with code that's written in a web-based form. So how application security, how I define it essentially is, you know, I, I kind of really focus it down now to web application security. Um, and how I break that down again is, you know, uh, application security uh, essentially is using, uh, you know, trying to secure code and methods uh, to protect any kind of uh, applications or web applications from vulnerabilities, threats, um, and things that can be, you know, exploited um, for, via the application to get data or to get any kind of uh, compromise uh, within that application, whether it would be, uh, you know, escalated privilege, um, you know, finding a function or something that is not supposed to, 
um, carry over or being able to get data from a, a, a you know a database that sits behind uh, the application that feeds basically everything that you have. Um, so that's essentially how I would describe it. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of evolution with application security, and, and I think that you know it's real easy to look at it now and say, oh yeah, you know, we, we're going to implement these methods uh, within our uh, SDLCs. Uh, we're going to try to look at this. We're going to try to look at that. Or, or, you know, we're using these new frameworks that have a ton of security already built in. Um, and, you know, you know, a little bit, that's taking a little bit of things for granted. Um, I mean, it's good in a way. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that it's evolving that way. Um, but it's just been a very uh, interesting history in application security over the 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 past you know I guess time gets away from me easily uh, ten years something like that. But, right, right. So it's so it's essentially it's within the programming developer realm of technology. Uh, yes and no, because uh, what happens is you you have a lot of systems that feed together, right? So. Uh, you know, if someone's code's not fantastic, that's great. But if someone didn't, you know, if someone didn't do something properly on the back end or the network side, uh, or or you know, the DBA missed something in setting up something on the uh, database side, it's not solely resting on on the shoulders um, of developers. I mean, don't get me wrong; most of it is, uh, but there's still some knowledge that carries over. Uh, you know, with network security and, and other kind of security methodologies that are there. And it's not just uh, resting on the developers, although, you know, let's be honest, most of it probably still will be. But. <laughs> Certain, you know, you, you do have to patch your firewalls and your networking equipment. Your from web time servers. To time. Yep. Yeah. Keep your SSL, uh, you know, it, there's a lot of different parts to it, right? right. So there, it could be a lot of different aspects there. So how does, and I know that there's several different ways that you can exploit it, but just generally, how does someone exploit an application? So there, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that you can look to exploit an application. So you can look to exploit the code on the application itself. Um, you could look to exploit perhaps a misconfiguration. You could in, uh, exploit a missing patch. Um, you know, you could use any of the methodologies in the OWASP top 10, uh, or most of them, uh, if you're looking to target an application. You could look at the layer that the application's sitting on. So, sure, the application's sitting at layer 7, but w w what, 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 it, what kind of web server is sitting on? What, what's missing there? Is there, a, you know, any kind of uh, privileges that are associated with it? Can we manipulate the application? Uh, is it vulnerable to cross-site scripting, SQL injection, uh, et cetera? If we have authenticated sessions, uh, you know, are they implementing CSERF tokens correctly? Can I, can I use a different, uh, you know, sure, I can log in, but is it validating this token on every request, et cetera? So the amount of different ways that you can actually exploit an application are, are essentially, you know, I hate to say infinite, but there are a lot of different ways that you can look to exploit the application. And so... You know, there. You know, thinking outside the box is half the battle. Um, I think because you know, there, there's never one scenario where everything's going to be perfect um, or completely secure. So, yeah. So it's it's essentially there, someone manipulating an application to perform a function when they're exploiting it that that it wasn't intended. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a part of an older definition that's out there that I, that I still like to use because, you know, people, it's easy to forget, right? The applications are only controlling, um, you know, the kind of resources that are granted to them, but they don't have any control over which resources, right? So if something's misconfigured, if there is a way to get around something or escalate, or, you know, if there's some kind of malformed, uh, you know, something that your application is not expecting, um, you know, what's the behavior? What, what, what information can I get from that unexpected behavior? Can I get further information to find out, um, you know, that, sure, you know, your web application can intake uh, SQL queries. Okay, great. Well, now what? What, what, what? what can I do to dump that? What can I do to take that? And use that to my advantage to, to try to get into there. So, you know, the applications are doing um, a little bit of what they're designed to do. Uh, but it's when you start trying to get them to do things that they weren't designed to do that it gets interesting. Yeah. yeah and I like, the, I like that definition of how you put that. That's, uh, I think, a pretty pretty general way to describe it without getting too technical. Because uh, application security is deep. And and there's just so many different, especially with uh, Internet of Things coming up and mobile exploding within the, the general populace. There's just applications everywhere now. And you can easily go down like one path and, and sure. still never learn absolutely everything. So it's a very it's a very broad, I guess, discipline at this point. It is sure, and you know, mobile applications are a whole different animal. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of a, a lot of what we see out there with mobile application is, you know, people are saying, "Oh, you know, you, we're going to do some kind of analysis on the code that the the application's written on," it, and that's wonderful. Uh, but let's face it, you know, most of those applications are calling back to some kind of APIs, um, and, and you know. W- when that happens, uh, you know exactly what's getting transmitted back and forth. Is that uh, you know what can I do with that API once I have a, a key or something like that? So you know, there's a lot of different ways to look at it, and uh, you know, you have the best of the best working on some of these projects. Um, you know, to secure these things, you know, Apple's code review and things for iOS uh, for for the App Store, and you know, you still have. Uh, you know, you still have different, um, you know, things that are getting through and found that you know, um, you know, we, we packaged our uh, an exploited version of Xcode and one of these things that slipped through in the latest one. I mean, you know, there's still a lot of different things that can just happen. I mean, and we're only talking about one tiny sliver of application security at this point. Why is application security important? Application security is important because I think nowadays. You know, web application is your is your is your business. Um, it's your face. Um, think about how many companies that you interact with on a day to day basis uh, solely online. Um, the the you know if you went back fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, um, every company that you did business with, you had some kind of relationship with, maybe brick and mortar, maybe not, um, but you weren't online, right? So what a percentage of those businesses that you are solely using online for, right? And, you know, not just social media, but I mean, you know, Amazon, um, uh, eBay, paying your bills, uh, maybe your bank, things like that. It's, you know, it's so many different aspects of your life, of your, uh, you know, of your family, of your well-being, of your home, uh, your car, your insurance, I mean, everything else, right? So 
you know, everything lives through basically essentially a web application at this point. Um, and, you know, keeping that kind of, keeping that kind of, um, you know, business secure, uh, I think kind of speaks for itself on, on, on why it's important or from my perspective, it does. Um, you know, there's constantly, uh, new vulnerabilities being found. Uh, there's, you know, every company is data, you know, the, they're hoarding data, right? So if you look at the amount of data that was created, uh, most of it was created in the last five years. Um, and the fact is that most of that data is accessible via a web application. Um, so, you know, what's the, what, what, what's your data worth? You know, I have free credit monitoring from four places probably for the rest of my life. But besides <laughs> that, what, you know, what does it cost your company? What does it cost uh, someone like eBay or Amazon uh, you know, to be offline for an hour. How much of that is their revenue or their livelihood? Um, you know, so not just on a personal level, but a business level as well. I mean, it, it's really it, it's important for everybody. Um, you know, it, essentially, again, it's really everything that you can um, imagine. You know, the face and the brand reputation, um, personal reputation, etc. Uh, so I think you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of speaking for itself on that point, but, uh, you know, a lot of different aspects. Okay. Well, so what does application security done right look like? So I, uh, done right. So I think, um, finding out what's done right for your particular organization, um, is, is probably the biggest challenge. Um, so, uh, usually I break this down into a few different layers. Um, you know, I like to say, okay, so let's take a, a perspective of our of this organization. So, you know, what does this organization value? How does how do you do your development? Where is your data, etc.? Um, and we, we what we need to do is that we need to look at it from a couple different aspects, right? So, first of all, we need some kind of buy-in. Um, you know, at the C level at the C level. To say yes, you know, application security is important, and, and if you get that, almost anything else that I'm going to say is possible. Um, but without that, it's almost sure to fail. So, you know, I think nowadays it's a lot easier um, to get that kind of buy-in from C level. I think everybody kind of understands um, why uh, it's important to their business, um, so it's a little bit easier. So once that kind of um, buy-in uh, or support from your from your executives is given for application security. We need to take a look at a few different things and and, and really develop a, an application security program. And and that should that should not just be limited to, you know, um, doing very 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 granular tasks. I mean, this really needs to be broad. It needs to be a broader net, and it needs to start at the top. So we need to look at how we're onboarding applications. Like when we first look at a web application, are we thinking about security when we're whiteboarding this thing before a single line of code is written? We want to onboard an application. We need some business owners. We need some technical owners. We need, we need these meetings with security folks and application security people to understand how this, this application is going to evolve, what's it going to have access to, et cetera. You know, and from there, I really, really, really like application security integrated into SDLCs, um, software development life cycles. Um, you know, integrating security into there for me uh, is usually going to be uh, 
a much, much better security posture than people who don't. Um, you know, empowering and training your developers um, as they write code to do analysis and, and, and you know, application security, um, giving them the tools and the knowledge and the training to do this is going to make everybody's life easier. Um, and, and then, you know, obviously every step of the way, anywhere from, you know, again, onboarding the application on a whiteboard when it gets, you know, reviewed and overviewed, um, have security in mind to being able to, to, to have code review and those kind of things done, um, you know, at, at strictly developer level, uh, you know, before it even gets to, to a test uh, environment or a QA environment, and then obviously production, uh, pre-production, change control, et cetera. So really building the posture in, um, from the beginning is, is what I like to say is a really good step in doing it the right way. Um, now, will that be mean that it's done right? I don't know. Um, hopefully for your organization, to, again, be a step in the right direction. Um, but, you know, there's, there's, you know, using uniform framework. So let's say that, you know, your company's, uh, you know, you have a lot of legacy applications. Uh, you're moving to um, new um, you know, all new applications that we're doing will be written in XYZ. Okay, well, in XYZ, are there resources that we can use? Can everybody use, you know, React or Angular or something? Can we use a common uh, language or a common framework or something to keep consistency across our code um, and those kind of things to make other people be able to use uh, the advantages of some of those newer frameworks and security built in. Um, and there's a lot to it, you know, and, and keeping a regular web application security program and constantly reevaluating for improvements, um, you know, hire some good pen testers, even if you think your security stop notch, um, you know, get some feedback, do regular kind of um, white box, black box scanning, that kind of stuff. You always want to be able to knock out the low-hanging fruit before you pay a pen tester. They want to go in there. You should have them finding the stuff that's very difficult to find, you know, combination attacks, uh, complex business logic, those kind of things. Uh, not, not, not something like, oh, you know, hey, I found cross-site scripting on this parameter. Well, that's lovely, but that should have been found you know, how many iterations ago and fixed. Um, so, you you know, really trying to stay focused and, and finding out, again, uh, you know, what fits your organization best. But there's definitely a lot of best practices that I mentioned there uh, that could probably keep someone busy for a few years, I would, <laughs> I would guess. Yeah. So what, so if someone wanted to explore this more, what is your number one resource for them to go explore? Uh, without a doubt, OWASP. Um so I'm a I'm a huge OWASP fan. Uh, OWASP fan. Um, I, I've been a member of OWASP for a very long time, um, and I'm a chapter leader for uh, OWASP in the South Car- Columbia, South Carolina area. Uh, with you, Tim. Yes. <laughs> so yep. um, yeah, the Open uh, Open Web Application Security Project. Again, it's a worldwide um, profitable organization. Uh, excuse me, non-profit charitable organization, right? So, and you know, their, their front page, their mission statement essentially sums it up. Um, it's to, you know, make software security visible, uh, and help educate and spread, uh, you know, the truth about, um, you know, informed decisions, et cetera, on application security. Um, it's really to educate and help people and the amount of resources, um, you know, just going from OWASP.org on the wiki, you have a global 
you have a global network of application security experts, the best that exist, that contribute to all of these resources. Um, I do. Uh, I contribute to one right now, which is the Web Application Security Testing Cheat Sheet. Um, so myself and some very, um, you know, some probably much more talented people as well, such as Simon Bennett's, uh, um, et cetera, uh, you know, Rory McCune, et cetera. You know, again, we contribute to these and keeping them up to date and relevant and, and trying to keep this data, you know, um, accurate, et cetera. Um, there's a lot of good training. There's a lot of good tools, a lot of open source tools, training, um, you know, lab structures, those kind of things that people can take uh, advantage of. So my number one is always uh, is always OWASP, and I always like to use that uh, as a descriptor and, and having people give them a good place to start. Uh, you know, join your chapter, uh, get involved, try to talk to people, uh, get on the mailing lists, etc. You're, you're going to get a lot of good, valuable information that way. Um, and, and uh, you know, I'm not going to downplay uh, my second um, one. I know you asked me for one, but I'm going to uh, take liberty. Um, so I like for people who are just starting to do a lot of these things to um, you know pick up the Web Application uh, Hacker's Handbook. Um, I think that that's a, a fantastic read, especially if you have a lot of questions with a lot of the basics and uh, how some of the kind of web architecture and and how um, you know different types uh, of um, components talk to each other, et cetera, and the technology involved there. Um, so that's another, it's a great book um, and a resource to have. Um, I still refer to it. Um, so there, there's some, some great content out there. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's good. All right. So that is Frank Catucci. You can find him on Twitter at EN0FMC. As he also previously mentioned, we do run a OWASP chapter here in Columbia, South Carolina. If you're in the area, uh, be sure to come out. You can check that out at www.owasp.org forward slash index.php forward slash Columbia. Is there anything else you'd like to plug? Um, not so much. Uh, just if you're, you know, uh, out there, um, we doing, uh, you know, there's, there's some really great groups. Uh, try to get involved in B sides, uh, OWASP, um, those kind of things. And, uh, you know, take a look at the cheat sheets that, uh, we contribute to. Um, there's a lot of good content out there. Uh, and I, you know, first and foremost, I urge people to reach out and you know, if they have any inquiries or questions, I'm always willing to network and talk with people. Um, you know, feel free, reach out. I'm here. Um, you know, Qualys allows me to do a lot of great things. Um, a lot of, you know, some good security research and blogs and those kind of things. So, uh, you know, we try to keep abreast of the latest vulnerabilities, submit CVEs, uh, with, you know, AppSec, cryptography, et cetera. So, I just urge people to reach out uh, and you know use resources that are there to them uh, that I wish that were there um, when I was learning a lot of this stuff. But absolutely, um, yep. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and I can I can second you on the the Web Application Hacker's Handbook. That's it's a really easy book to go through and start getting into some of that stuff. So and like you said, OWASP too. There's you can download vulnerable applications that walk you through how to do some of these exploits. All right. Well, thank you for joining me to discuss application security, Frank. You're welcome, Tim. Hold on. Let me do that again. Thank you for joining me to discuss application security.
You are welcome to. And that will do it. Hopefully you learned something. If you didn't, drop me a line on Twitter at Timothy D Block or email me at timothy.dblock at gmail.com. And let me know what you didn't learn, and we'll try to cover it in a future podcast. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash E-I-S. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes so it can reach others trying to explore information security. Have a good one.